This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. It's now Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. Man, it is raining. That's my weather update. All right, good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. It's game day. It is game day for the dogs and the Rebs. So we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, two winnable ball games, but we need, um, I mean, we need some magic to happen on the uh, on the hardwood, right? Let's see what we, we can get going here. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I am your host, Bo Bounds. Good morning. Welcome in. I hope you're doing well. Thanks for hanging out with us, doing all the fun stuff with us, uh, whether that's we're talking hardcore sports, which is okay, or we're talking food and booze and travel and crazy things that we do and like and don't like, which is a lot more fun. And uh, Jason is with me. He's still sporting that uh, terrible stash, but he does look like... Uh, what did we decide? Was it Baker Mayfield or who was the other one? It was it was Baker or Gardner Minshew. Now maybe with the stats. You're Baker. Okay. See, you're that's, Baker. That's what I thought. Yeah, you're 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 more you're more Baker than than Gardner Minshew. And yeah. he, he was dealing this year compared to what people thought he was gonna do. I mean, I'm still team Baker. I remember him uh, getting dragged. I don't really get into I never really got into Baker Mayfield, you know, from the jump. Mm. Um why not? Well, I I didn't dislike him. I just, uh, I mean, I thought it was interesting when he got tackled by the cops into the wall <laughs> yeah. when he was running. And um, somehow that didn't hurt his draft stock. Uh, but, I mean, it's the Browns. So, yeah, you know, they, they probably looked at that and went, well, let's move him up. Uh, sorry, <laughs> NFL Chuck. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more Baker Mayfield than, uh, than Gardner Minshew. Um, all right. Now. The show is brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. We'll be there Friday. Looking forward to that. Thursday night, what's calling me? Philip M's. Philip M's steak. 
you know, I just, I got to, you know, the, the two uh, bartenders in there are so sweet. Um, two ladies, and I don't, we've been there now. I don't know how many remotes we've done, several dozen. <laughs> and uh, so I can't wait to go and, and hang out there. Uh, is the saffron chowder calling me? Because I had some French onion soup at uh, Bar La Fete uh, in Birmingham, which was best French onion soup I've ever had in my life. Best amberjack I've had too. Um, and the wine was insane. Golly, I had this French Syrah and Grenache. Woo. And then we, we segued into some, uh, Cabernet Franc. Ooh, it was delicious. Of course I was with the wine rep. So that, oh, that always yeah. helps. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. This guy has been in the wine business for, uh, 15 years. So he's like way, you know, I started telling him what I liked. He went, okay, got it. And then we just, we, we started down that, that deal. Some of the best wine I've ever had in my life. I mean, after I bourbon ham day, it was a good day. I went home, yeah, took a nap, right? For real. You know, so I did bourbon ham and I sipped on a little bourbon, a little, little, little day drinking and we had a cigar and then he had to stay because he had to actually work. I guess I was working. And I took the Uber back to the hotel, boom, gone for an hour. And then I popped back up, look at my phone. He's like, hey, let's go to this cool French restaurant. I'm buying. I went, that's why I like you. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so he's buying and he's a wine connoisseur? He is a wine. I would consider him a, I mean, being in the game for 15 years. Yeah. That's a good friend. It is. He's a good dude. We're going to Kentucky uh, in a couple of months for our wilderness. Oh. You know, I said we're going to do a wilderness trail um, barrel pick. Yeah. He texted me. He was actually listening that morning. And he said, we're also doing a Russell's Reserve barrel pick while we're up there. So we'll do both. Oh, because you said that you weren't going to do that. Yeah. Right? I wasn't sure what we were doing. He leads the way. Yeah. He and Lance <laughs> and that team, they just tell me where to go. Um, I just sit in the back of the SUV and enjoy myself. So Sounds like it's working. It's work. I'm going <laughs> to ride this thing. Yes, it is. Bourbon ham, some kind of great French restaurant, and now we're going to Kentucky. Anyway, tonight's games. I, I got, uh, got a little sidetracked there. Here's what I'll tell you about the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. Philip M's is going to be great Thursday. We'll go to the sportsbook. We'll have fun. Uh, I don't think you're going to be able to play Dancing Rabbit today. Mm. I just want to go out on a limb. What do you think? Boo. Come yeah. on. You can play in anything. It's like when you would hoop outside when you were younger. And I, would, I would play hoops or football or baseball out in the yard or side yards. And we had all these lots in Bellhaven that were surrounded by concrete, which was great to get tackled on the concrete. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That's what I highly recommend. But, um, yeah, no, I'm with you. Just like when you were, yeah, elementary and junior high, you didn't care. Yeah. I mean, high school. Go out there, play Dancing Rabbit, show some grit. Show some grit. Yeah. Carpath only. That is that gentlemen. Is, that is a coach, isn't it? <laughs> we need to show some grit. Uh, Mississippi State, Florida tonight, Jason. Florida minus three and a half. Okay. Mm. Arkansas at Ole Miss. Ole Miss minus six and a half. So, there you go. Arkansas has been boat raced a couple of times. Yikes. Yeah, they have. Which, Musselman's a good coach. He's had uh, just, well, hello, just last year. They were good. Um, he's had some players. I guess they're just in a little bit of a transition. It happens. Um, 
Auburn at Bama could get physical and nasty for sure in a, in a good way. Uh, Bama minus three and a half. As, as good as Auburn is, Bama minus yeah. three and a half. Wow, they got talent, don't they? Yeah, Auburn's loaded. I mean, um, Bartu is wondering if they're, you know, the best team in the country. But uh, I'm like, easy. Let's let's let this thing play out. <laughs> Settle down. Um, I mean, you know, that, that, but they've got some dudes. That is for sure. Um, kind of reminds me of your St. Joe days. Uh, Ooh, or yeah. church league. Well, my church league team is a lot like Auburn's. Could team. anybody on your church league basketball team dunk? Uh, we had this guy, Mike. He's like this six. guy, Mike. <laughs> Stories always start with that. So my buddy, this Mike. girl, Amber, <laughs> yeah. and then I ended up in Vegas. Yeah, go ahead. He's one of those, uh, like really tall white guys that doesn't need to jump much, but still, you know, makes it look a little tough. Oh so yeah. He's like six. He's, it's insanely unathletic well no he's athletic but he just like it looks like he's it takes a lot for his knees to get up there ah, <laughs> you know what i mean he needs to do cryotherapy yes or hot yoga something like that or both but yeah but but mike can we can't alley-oop it to him but mike can get a little you know a little slam a big guy slam not like a you know, okay wind so it back i don't know what you just told me you know what i mean can he dunk can he thunder dunk or not he can i don't think he can thunder dunk. okay then you can't dunk but he can dunk that's just not like regular like two hands white guy church league dunking uh hey any dunk in church league in our league at least there's a good league and then there's our league oh yeah just a bunch of like shorter white kids just passing right eight passes before you shoot Oh, that sounds like the Bobby Knight days that I grew up with. Yeah. That it, was miserable. It, it works. No, it actually doesn't. <laughs> it's not the way to go. Um, you actually need to kick it a couple of times and go. Ah. Um, oh, that was yesterday. Let me see what you got on today. All right. The uh, Patron Tequila Caller Line, 601-707-3750. Twitter X at Bo Bounds. Ag Up Equipment Text Line 601-885-3776. Dude, this uh <laughs> this Jason and Travis Kelsey article on the athletic and how much they partied in college at Cincinnati is wild. I took some notes on it. Jeez. It's crazy <laughs> all the stuff they did. Oh, man. Uh, Jason Kelsey ripped a sink, the whole sink, uh, out of the wall in their apartment one night at a party. (laughs) Does Cincinnati throw down like that or just them? Oh, I think the Natty throws down. There's not many places that don't, but I I think the Natty, that's an urban big school. Yeah, they get out with the get out. Good morning. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. show is powered by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. 
Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. The Big Board. Uh, We're going to have Tom Luganbill early in the show, 7.30 on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Good morning. Welcome in. Oh, man. Mississippi State at Florida. It's It's a winnable game. Bartu threw all those numbers out at us. I didn't like them. That wasn't awesome. Um, You're the worst three-point scoring efficiency team in the conference and one of the worst at defending the three. Now, inside the arc, as you can imagine, with Tolu Smith and Jimmy Bell's played well at times. You're Well, Tolu's really good. Jimmy Bell's a solid plus. To pretty good college basketball player. He's come a long way. Had to play so much because Tolu didn't play. First, you know, 14 games or whatever it was of the season, which probably benefited him. Maybe both of them as far as knees and ankles and health going into this next, uh, what are we looking at? Seven weeks? I can't wait. I'm already dreaming about March Madness. Um, Still can't believe you what? I still can't believe you of all people who knows nothing about basketball and can't play it. One, which goes to show you, <laughs> one, our out-of-bounds March Madness bracket challenge last year. Yeah. And Blake loved not giving you awesome gifts. That, <laughs> you know, we called it Petty Blake at times. Oh, okay. And he, I think he loved giving you, like, the scraps. Yeah. Well, like, Was anything good in the prize pack? It was stuff... That we're not partners with anymore. So it was just like a leftover. Got like, it. Here's a spare T-shirt. Here's yeah. A, yeah. a hat. A here. koozie. Yeah. You like gave we me, found on the floor. Exactly. Uh, you gave me a couple bottles of uh, wild turkey. Which okay. I was like, okay, cool. Well, that's <laughs> like, good. That's premium. Yeah. No, that's a. And, uh, you know, you you forget because you drink it in college and you don't do it right, but you forget how good just wild turkey 81 is yeah anyway go ahead no but i mean uh a big a nice cooler came in a week before so i was like oh if i win this thing maybe that's my prize uh, maybe i get a giant cooler and blake's like oh yeah here's an old hat and maybe nice. maybe a couple napkins nice <laughs> a couple of naps hey you want some bed naps yeah exactly to go with the bourbon oh, you know man I was, the bourbon i was cool with yeah the apparel ass eh. yeah yeah so well, but hey, I'll just win it a, again. There's an empty bush light can there. Oh, that's. Oh, can I have the ranch? No. Ah, uh, no. That's please. that's for Stetson Bennett the fourth. 
Fair enough. We did this whole thing, and people actually thought it was funny. Got to represent. I, I just came up with this stupid bit about Stetson Bennett IV a couple of years ago. You, you've heard it. Yeah, yeah, the country club. The country club guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he pulls it off. Dime a dozen. CCJ, Sunday, 1230. Do you, you want to meet there? <laughs> I'm cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, I am cool. Do you think he could be like a Jordan Love, though? Uh, like backing up Matthew Stafford for a few years? Boy, that's a great question. Um, at the end of the day, he's much more athletic than I gave him credit for and a much better player. Now, I still have to weigh, Jason, that Stetson Bennett IV had a bunch of four- and five-star players around him. Oh, no doubt. And their defense yeah. got three three and outs nah, 90% of the time. And they won the field position game. You know, again, 80 to 90% of the time he was there. So yeah. when I add all that in, I just, could he do it? It's hard to count anybody out this day and age. I mean, people that want it, that stay in the saddle can get there, right? A lot of times in whatever you do. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just that more people decide to to bail. Um, I wouldn't tell him he couldn't to his face. That's for sure. Because <laughs> yeah. he's a grinder. Yeah. I and mean, the kid was at Jones Junior College just a minute ago. And then he was up on the national championship stage. So, he, he he does have a lot of f u in him, yeah. Which I'm I'm cool with. JUCO products are different. There's a different mentality around. I mean, Juco he products. went to Georgia, then went to Jones, and then instead of going to like South Florida and playing, yeah, right, and thinking, dude, I'll go down here, Florida Atlantic, I'll go down right. here and ball on some people. He went back to Georgia, and he knew what the. I mean, he knew it was a bunch of four and five stars ahead of him. He wasn't even... He was a no-star. Hey, I'm Stetson Bennett. Kind of like this article with Jason and Travis Kelsey that I just read. Yeah. Two-star athletes. Both will be in the Hall of Fame. Two stars. Wasn't... Didn't By the way, Travis was a two-star quarterback. (laughs) What? Six foot six and skinny. Coming out, who signed with the University of Cincinnati. Jason was already there, as you know, two years older. Right, right. Yeah. They would room together, though, for a year. Which I didn't know that either. And they tore that... House. I, was, <laughs> I was about to say, I wonder what kind of havoc they were wreaking over there. Well, here was one of the quotes. Um, Jason ripped the sink out of the wall and had plenty of testosterone. <laughs> here's another quote from his team. These are teammates. He was an animal. Uh, here's another quote. Don't poke the bear when talking about Jason Kelsey. Um, he said, Jason looked for any and every opportunity to stir the pot. Uh, ripped somebody's <laughs> helmet off in a game and threw it 15 yards. Oh, I um, like this guy. The yeah. more I hear well, about Well, yeah, him. he's right. Because you, you've still got a lot of meat, you know, in you. Yeah. Um, well, meat-headed yeah, you're, sort of you've got yeah. a li- I'll take that. You, you've got some jockstrap, Jonathan, in uh, you. Jockstrap, Jonathan. <laughs> um, he, two, 285, 290 pounds at one time at Cincinnati. Beating skill players in sprints in practice. Wow. Yeah. Now, yeah. do you do you think that's like, uh, you know how sometimes skill players, they're just like, man, I don't want to do this and slow down? Or you think he was that quick? No, no, no. This was a skill player talking about how good he was. Wow. This wasn't somebody else. Yeah. No. Let me let me leave you with one more before we have to take a break. This one's funny. Okay. It's St. Patrick's Day. They're getting ready for spring practice at the University of Cincinnati. For our listeners, we're talking about Jason Kelsey. And he gets a Gatorade bottle. And fills it up with Jason uh, with Jameson. They like said pra- he took practice to another level. Let's go. Yeah. Now that's old school. 
Yeah. Now that's you know a little a little juice on the sideline, a little cigarette in between <laughs> in between plays. Oh, you're going back to to uh, <laughs> Lynn Dawson. Lynn Dawson on the sideline as the starting quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, who would eventually end up on HBO, which was a great football show when we couldn't get anything. You don't know what that means in yeah. the '80s, right? Uh, there's he is smoking a dart on the sidelines as the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. Do you know how much pearl clutching would be done today on the socials, especially on Twitter X? If that oh. if, if a player took off his helmet, grabbed a, a marble light, and fired that, or a marble red, yeah. and fired that <laughs> sucker up. Gee, I, what are we going to yeah. do about the kids? They're role models. Yeah, they're role models. Oh, my gosh. That, I know what picture you're talking about. Elite. Just Sally a, and Eugene would be heading down to the church at 87 miles per hour. <laughs> I mean, just to pray imagine for that player smoking a heater on the, on the side on the sideline during a game. Smoking a it's you can find it in two seconds when we take a break. Mm-hmm. Lynn Dawson, look, Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer would smoke up and down the course at a major in the 60s. I mean, firing darts <laughs> off before they grab the driver. Hilarious. Firing another dart off before they grab the eight, eight iron for their approach shot. And putting it down on the green as they're grabbing the putter. Jeez. I know. At like Augusta? Yes! <laughs> or wherever the U.S. Open was that year. Or the Open champion. I don't think the PGA was, there, was, was quite in. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that picture of um, Tiger Woods' old caddy using his cigarette smoke to see where the wind is going? <laughs> now, holding, that's pretty clever. Holding a cigarette up. That is pretty clever. So, I guess cigarettes have had, like, a, a thing in golf. Hey, can I tell you something? Yeah. I smoked a cigar at Augusta National. You're doing just fine. Well, at that point, they could have taken me. <laughs> yeah. Whether it was the good Lord or whoever is. Uh, you had a sandwich, too, right? I was... Oh, I had a... Several of those. I had all of them. <laughs> I tried every single kind. But yeah, I had a, um, was it Amen Corner? Or, I got to figure that out. It was a bunch of us. Anyway, that was a crazy segment. Big Board, brought to you by Superior Foundation. For all your foundation repairs, Superior. Big Board, brought to you by your next Ford F-150 at Mack Hike Ford. I-55 North in Jackson. Tom Luganville coming up next. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. 
Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Center hit. On the Bowbound Show. Fueled by Fleetway Market. Fuel up your car and cooler at Fleetway this football season. Let's go. Over 25 locations in the state of Mississippi. Fuel up at Fleetway Market. Don't forget about the Market Cafe, too, in Gluckstadt. Great ribs. Great ribs and brisket. Fleetway Market, the Market Cafe in Gluckstadt and over 25 locations in the state, including the new one in Clinton's 24 hours a day. Uh, We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're brought to you by the Purple Mattress from any of the Miskelly Sleep Stores around the state of Mississippi. The Purple Mattress, I sleep on one, slept on one last night. The one and only Purple Grid, groundbreaking, no-pressure gel technology is the star of every purple mattress powered by Miskelly Sleep Stores. We welcome in our friend Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with DSPN, also recruiting. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Tom Luganville, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, pal. How are you doing? I'm doing well. No injuries out in Breckenridge, right? Oh, of course not. Of course not. Nothing but three to four feet of pure powder, baby. Did you have? Uh, did you and your wife have some good food and beverages while you were there? We did, man. I'm telling you what that to me that's my favorite ski resort town because the main street is just the absolute best. It's like a I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's like a preserved 1800 gold mining town, and you got great food, great drinks, skiing, fantastic. It's literally one of my favorite spots in America. Dang. Sounds like heaven, and I'm glad you didn't. You know, we always talk about how spring break, so many people from here go out to Aspen and Breckenridge and all the wonderful places out in Colorado, and so many come home with ACL tears. It's an orthopedic dream. And so uh, I'm glad that... Those are lesser athletes, folks. That's right. Hey, I I know I'm talking to uh, former JUCO All-American and Power (laughs) 5 starting QB, Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds Show. Hey, I was uh, I was thinking about um, Sports Illustrated. They're they're going away, unfortunately. And you and I grew up at a time when I don't know about you, but I couldn't wait to hit the mailbox and I'd read most yeah. of it cover to cover, and then you break it down with your dad. And so you know, Jason's twenty four. He can't imagine ever not having an an iPhone or and all the yeah. socials and all the six hundred channels that we have now. You remember the days in the in the mid early, mid, late 80s, even into the 90s, where you would uh, get those great articles, NFL and otherwise, out of Sports Illustrated? Well, not only that, do you remember the faces in the crowd? I do. People think they would acknowledge the first cut. So I made that list when I broke the junior college passing record in 1993. Of course you did. Tell me about it. (laughs) It was was great. Like, I always remember, like, folding that 
open and like, okay, so who did something phenomenal? Who was the high school kid or the college kid or the professional bowler that broke some record that did something? It was just this little segment, one page, if you remember it. And so, like, I was tickled to death when I showed up in that. So, yeah, man, Sports Illustrated, like, that was you, – you waited for all of the special covers and um, not not just, like, the articles, but just – I think the covers, they, the, the photography on the covers of whoever it was in that particular issue that was accomplishing some phenomenal athletic feat, whoever the photographers were always had like the best photos. They like did. The most in the moment photos in Sports Illustrated. It was unbelievable. You were, all right, I think that is so cool. You were in Faces in the Crowd in Sports Illustrated yeah. in 93. Is that what you said, Luke's? 92 or 93, yeah. God, I read that every single week for years. And, (laughs) you know, you would just see all these people from all over the country, and you'd be like, wow, that's an unbelievable feat. That's, uh, you know, somebody would score X amount of points in in hoops. Somebody would do this. That's that's cool. Um, Do you remember the iconic uh, Dwight Clark catch? In the end zone, oh, yeah. Lugs against the Cowboys against and the, the yeah. and the yeah. photograph. Speaking of great photography, like you're right. I mean that. I guess yeah. they outsourced some of it, and some of them were their photographers. But whatever, they had yeah. great, great covers. Do you remember Dwight Clark's picture grabbing that ball in the back of the end zone against the Cowboys in the eighties? I absolutely do because I remember how. Because I'm the biggest Joe Montana fan probably on the planet. My daughter's middle name is Montana. Oh. So That's cool. when I looked at that photo, yeah, when I looked at that photo, so they got Dwight and it's from the back of the end line. And then you see the blurred out uh, Ed Tutal Jones and Joe Montana, which would have been around the 10 yard line, I guess, mm-hmm. on that play. And, uh, and it, it's unbelievable. In fact, I got, a, I got two pretty good stories on that. One from Joe Montana and one from Dabo Sweeney. So that play when Dabo Sweeney became the head coach of the Clemson Tigers, he has a photo of that play in his office, and I think it's signed by Dwight Clark because he went to Clemson. And Gene Stallings comes to visit him right when he gets to the job. And Dabo's so proud, like he's so fired up. He's going to have Gene Stallings come into his office. and He wants to show him this. He wants to show him that. So he shows him that photo. Gene Stallings goes, uh, Dabo, you uh, know I was a defensive coordinator of that team, right? (laughs) (laughs) So that's one story. That's one story. The other one, and if you go back. Hold on, real quick. So for our listeners, Gene Stallings worked for Tom Landry, and that's what Lugan Bill is referencing. Go ahead, Lukes. Yeah, so he was the defensive coordinator of that team. So then I'm at a camp when Joe Montana's kids were coming up through the recruiting process. He had two sons. One was, you know, just a a very average walk-on type player. The other, the other kid, Nick was an actual scholarship type of player, ended up playing a little bit, uh, bounced around some, but anyway, so we were at a camp and he's there and his wife, Jennifer's there. And and I'm like a kid in the candy store, but um, we're we're just talking and, 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 and that play comes up and he says, you know, the thing about that play that nobody realizes he goes, it never happens if Freddie Solomon doesn't fall down. And if you go back and watch the play from the beginning, 
It's called the play is called Sprint Right Option. And Freddie Solomon is motioning over. He's supposed to go into the flat. And Joe does a short roll, and it's just going to dink it to him right in the flat. He walks in the end zone. Well, Freddie Solomon falls down. So when he fell down, there was no recourse, and that's when Joe had to keep retreating because Ed Tutal Jones was in front of him, and he couldn't get the ball over him, right? And, and so I've had this unbelievable opportunity during my lifetime to hear Joe Montana himself walk through the play. And I never noticed that at the beginning because when the play starts, you're not looking at the line of scrimmage. You're not looking at the flat. You're watching Joe drop back and roll out, right? Well, next time you see that play, go pay attention to number 88, Freddie Solomon, and watch him fall down. Oh, I'm watching it after the show. I mean, I'm going to YouTube. <laughs> That's done. I mean, I was a kid like you. We're the same age. And I was glued. We yeah. didn't get that much ball. So when you got the game of the day or whatever it was, you know, by damn, you were glued to it. And that was, that was as, as you know, Luke's, because you're a West Coast kid, that was as the 49ers were ascending and the Cowboys were kind of going another direction after Landry had uh, grabbed, I think, maybe three Super Bowls in the, uh, in the 70s, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. That was kind of like the transition into the 49ers. You're right. All right. You played quarterback, Georgia Tech, you know, Juco All-American, y'all won the national championship. You see all this. Yeah. We talk about all this offensive innovation today, which is so much fun. Being a West Coast kid, growing up out there, your dad's coaching. Walsh is out there. Talk yeah. about what it was like to see to see it all evolve and to see them win big. Because the reason why I gravitated to them, Luke's, is because Jerry Rice went out there, okay, a couple years Correct. into their um, dynasty. But Montana, Roger Craig, Dwight Clark, John Taylor, Jerry Rice. Then on the flip yeah. side, Ronnie Lott was one of my favorite players ever. But talk about Walsh offensively and what he brought to the table. So I was actually really, really fortunate because I got to, when I was that age, when it was early 80s, mid-80s, into the early 90s, um, we were just coming off of the Air Cordial years in San Diego. So I lived in San Diego. So that Sid Gilman, Don Coriel, that whole time frame of, how offensive football was was changed kind of coincided with, with, with Bill Walsh and what's now referred to as the West Coast offense and how, you know, everything was about this marriage between footwork and timing and distance. Nothing was measured in yards. It was measured in how many steps it took for a certain route to be run some way and then marrying that up with the quarterback's steps and footwork and how it was all just this symphony of timing. And that was when everything really started to change from a personnel groupings, formations, motions, and shifts standpoint. I worked for a guy who just recently passed away at the age of 91. His name was Dave Levy. Yeah. And Dave was an old offensive line coach, and he coached for John McKay at SC for 16 years, won four national championships. But then he was also the offensive line coach uh, during those years for the Chargers when they had John Jefferson and they had uh, – uh, who was the tight end at the time? Kellen uh, Winslow Sr. Yeah, Kellen, Kellen Winslow, Chuck Monty at running back, Dan Fouch. You had Charlie Jordan. You had all these guys. And he used to tell me, he goes, he goes, everybody thought we were so complicated. 
because we were complicated. We had six run plays. We might have had 10 to 12 pass concepts. That's it. That's all we had. But what we did is every single time we lined up, we lined up differently. It was either a different formation, a different group personnel grouping. There was a shift. There was a motion. It was all simplicity made to look complex. He goes, if you would have watched us and you probably looked at us, you'd say, oh, my God, these guys got 100 different pass plays and they got 60 different run concepts. And he goes, no, that's not what it was at all. It was actually the exact opposite of that. It was all window dressing. And I think a lot of that stuff in the late 70s, early 80s, late 80s, and into the early 90s, and you started to get more disciples of Bill Walsh, right? So you had the Mike Holmgren coming out. You had the Andy Reid coming out. You had all of these guys that at one point, you know, Mike Shanahan, all these guys at one point, it had all come off of that tree, started branching out. And then next thing you know, it takes over professional football, really professional football more than college football. Yes. The, the West Coast offense, there's been concepts of it, of course, um, especially at BYU. Um, which is where, you know, in, in Andy Reid started there, Holmgren was there, Norm Chow, you can remember all those guys. Lavelle Edwards, Edwards doesn't get enough credit. Does not get enough credit because he's really kind of the godfather of a lot of that stuff at the collegiate level, but then it obviously went on to the professional football side of things. But no, I'll tell you, man, Bill Walsh, I, got, I had a chance as a kid to attend some training camps um, at San Francisco back when they were in their old complex and they had Candlestick Park, and yeah, I remember all those. Those times were magical, man. I mean, just magical. Wow. Tom Luganville with ESPN on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. All right, do you remember the show um, with, speaking of, you know, Sports Illustrated, do you remember Inside the NFL with uh, Lynn Dawson and, and Nick Bonacani or however you absolutely. say his name? Oh, absolutely, sure. Yeah. yeah. And I think Chris Collinsworth was on that show maybe at one point i think he was too i think you're right yeah okay see that was must watch tv too because that was really the only way you could get i mean you had a little bit of espn going they were kind of getting up and running as you know um but it wasn't anything like dan patrick keith olbermann when you and i i was a 92 graduate high school so when we got into college you know you would watch the sports center late night and then you they replayed it all morning with dan patrick and olbermann and all those dudes you remember that yeah yeah, you had well, you had so you had six p.m. Sports Center and eleven p.m. Sports Center, and if you missed the eleven, they replayed the eleven yep. the next morning. Right. I remember, I remember being between my junior and senior year in college. I believe is when ESPN two launched, and they had, and they and then that was where everything at ESPN really started morphing and growing and developing and. And, uh, but, oh, yeah, dude, I remember that vividly. And, like, there's a part of me that, listen, I, I work here. There, there's a part of me that wishes they never went to a 24-hour sports center because now it's so oversaturated. Right. That in the old in the old days, like, you knew you had to wait. I say the old days. I mean, the 90s. But you had to wait till 6 and then 11. And that's I, the only time you got it until the next morning, which was what made it so awesome because you look forward to it. Uh, morning in college sports center. It didn't get any better because nope, you, right. you you got the updates on the NFL and and everything that was going on. You mentioned uh, we're visiting with Tom Luganville on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Luz, you, you talked about um, talking to Joe Montana and, you know, you got to meet him and you loved him. I did too. Yeah. Great player. Uh, what was he like? As, he always, to me, he's always come across as, as to be such a star, as very level-headed. 
Is that how he was in person? What was his demeanor and personality like? Yeah, he's actually kind of shy, to be honest with you. Um, he never he, he never got into the television. The side. He just wasn't for him. He just wasn't comfortable with it. It's amazing to think that somebody with ice water in his veins at the biggest moments of a, of a, a professional sports career is uncomfortable doing television. That's like unfathomable unfathomable to me i don't that that doesn't register for some reason but uh very unassuming uh very quiet uh like i said uh shy uh always care when i've been around i've been around him two or three times now always has a little smirk on his face he is a bit of a prankster um i don't know if you've seen it but you need to go on peacock and watch the the uh documentary it's like a seven-part documentary on him it's fantastic and it takes you through all of the the injuries and the near retirement and the back surgery and the Steve Young stuff and the Kansas City goes from the beginning all the way. It's really, really detailed, really detailed. It's on Peacock. It's really good. Yeah. Um, it's well but done. He's kind of a dude's dude. He's just kind of a dude's dude. So like, like I don't like, I can tell, I'm sure you've heard the story where that last drive in the Super Bowl against Cincinnati in 89 and they're on their own, what, six yard line or four yard line because they went 96 yards and he walks into the huddle at the biggest moment of the game, and he says, I think he said to Harris Barton, the offensive line, he goes, hey, you guys, is it just me or is that John Candy over there in the fourth row? And he said that to, like, all his teammates at the beginning of that drive, and he takes a 96 yards to, to win the game on the throw to John Taylor. Like, those types of stories I love here. That's as good as it gets. Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds show. All right, let's switch gears. Um, that was That was fun. Sports Illustrated, Montana. Dwight Clark, the the iconic covers for for years, but the journalism and the writing in there was unbelievable yeah. at a time when you could actually send guys out, men and women out, and give them time to go go get a story and come back and and really really do it well. Uh, and I know they had amazing editors and and so on too. But you're right on the photography, beautiful, absolutely beautiful pictures throughout the magazine. Um, okay, I read an article this morning in the Athletic. We got a few minutes here on Jason and Travis Kelsey. And it was hilarious, Luke's. And it takes you through their Cincinnati day at the University of Cincinnati. And I didn't really know much about their background. I'm sure you do. But they were they were two-star players. Um, yeah. Jason was not highly recruited. Uh, Travis was a six-foot-six two-star quarterback. And yeah. they just grow and develop. They're out of trouble. Yes. I, I've, I, I, look, I wrote down, here's... Uh, they called him Big Kelly, Jason. He ripped the sink out of the wall in their uh, first house that they lived in in Cincinnati. Here's another quote um, from one of his teammates. He was an animal. Um, how about this? You'll enjoy this as much ball as you've been around both um, in locker rooms and practices on teams, but also covering. Uh, one of his teammates, let's see. All right. It's St. Patrick's Day, and we're getting ready for practice, for spring practice, and Jason Kelsey gets a Gatorade bottle and fills it up with Jameson. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. You know, so these guys, my takeaway, and they interviewed uh, over 15 teammates, so it wasn't just like, you know, two. Uh, my takeaway is, it talks about them chugging beers and having a big time, but they they had a large time, but but the the other takeaway from their teammates was when they got to the facility, 
Luke's, and I'm sure you played with guys like this. When they got to the facility and and started getting to work, they were locked in. So some guys can't balance it, and some guys some guys can, and they could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, again, it's it's about time management. It's about personal choices. It's about uh, being a pro, understanding what's asked of you, and then being accountable for it. I think that's that's one of the things. And and by the way to that story you told, I do know there's been a couple of occasions because Jason Kelsey has talked about it where he had to go to the coaching staff and say, don't, I'll, I'll get him, I'll get him right, coach. Don't, I mean, Travis is close to getting kicked off, I think, a couple of times. Yeah. Um, because of his conduct and his brother saved him. And then, you know, like you said, Travis kind of got his act together and realized, hey, I, I can only push the envelope so much and now I'm going to have to conduct myself accordingly. And he did and good for, and good for him. But, yeah, I, you know, it's interesting when you – that's the one thing that I see in recruiting that is, for me, so um, – I have a really hard time with how young kids, kids going into college, high-profile kids, have all this heat and this praise and this, you know, adulation and all, all of these positives, and they can't figure out – some of them, not all of them – can't figure out the simplicity of – a clock, meaning this. Usually when there's a problem with a young guy when he comes on campus, no matter how profile he, uh, a guy he is, you want to know what it revolves around? He's late. He's late for everything. Late for a meeting, late for treatment, late for study hall, late for training table, late for the 5 a.m. workout. The simple concept of time management and being where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there is a really, really difficult thing for some people. But in the recruiting world, when kids struggle early on, it's almost always some form of that right there. And I've, I've never been like, I tell my son all the time, I was like, listen, buddy, you're going to make mistakes and you're going to work through things. But I can tell you right now, if you ain't early, you're late. Right. That needs to be your mantra in life. Nobody needs to be responsible for for your time, and you're not responsible for anybody else's time. But if you're where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there, you have not infringed on anybody else. You've done what you're supposed to do. That's half the battle right there. Absolutely. Then you work through what's asked of you, right? And in recruiting, and and I and I went off on this tangent because you're telling that, that the Kelsey stuff, but eventually you either come to a point as a player, regardless of what your personal conduct is off the field, if you're having a good time or you're partying or this and that, you're going to have to make a choice. And that choice is going to be, am I either going to do what I'm supposed to do or am I not going to do what I'm supposed to do? And the, and the consequences for both of those will be so drastically different that to me, it's an easy decision, but a lot of guys have a hard time with that, man. Yeah, they do. Where has your son decided uh, what college he's going to go to? Yeah, he's going to go to EKU. Got a full scholarship as a long snapper. He enrolls in the first summer session in May, and so uh, trying to get him coached up on what all's coming and what is going to be expected of him, and the the pitfalls and the potholes in the road, and the ups and the downs, and all that sort of stuff, so that he can navigate it as clearly as he can and at least be prepared for what's coming. Dude, that's awesome! Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate. It. Yeah, I, I, it's interesting. So now here I am. I spent all this time saving money for my kid's college, which I responsibly did, and I'm very, very proud of that. Then he goes and gets a scholarship, and I'm trying to figure out loopholes in the 529 plan to get my money back. I bet you are. 
But that's not a bad spot to be in, my man. Congratulations. No. So Luz's son is going to Eastern Kentucky on scholarship, and they've been working. Luz has been working him as a long snapper for, I think, since he was in sixth or seventh grade because I've seen some of the clips on Facebook. Yeah. That's great, man. All right, well, look, uh, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the AFC and right. NFC championship game, and uh, we'll hook up again next week. Sounds good, buddy. Have a good one. Later. Tom Luganbill, ESPN, on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Your SEC Insider Hit this morning is brought to you by your bar stools, which you need from Miskelly Furniture or upgrading your recliner or the new sectional sofa, all powered by Miskelly Furniture in Pearl. Back in a second. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.